Boozed and Confused is a comedy and weird topic podcast. Adult language may be used probably by me. While our episode topics may be educational in nature, we are not responsible if your children start dropping the F-bomb to their kindergarten class. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. Hello there. This is human. <laughs> I'm Carol Ann. I am human number two. <laughs> and welcome back to another episode of Booze and Confused. We didn't forget about you last week. Uh, the executive producer was sick and just uh, refused to allow us to work. So those it, are the conditions yeah. we work under. Yeah, uh, in home or abroad. Exactly. So tense conditions. We've made it through. We're on the other side. And uh, here we are, back at you. Only a handful of OSHA violations. Only only a few. Only a few. Um, today's episode, we wanted to write, or not write, for a hot minute uh, since we found out that you could do this. But before we get into today's episode, housekeeping. I'll be right back. <laughs> um, first thing is we're on all your favorite social media we're on facebook instagram youtube and twitter and you can reach us on any of those platforms at least twitter for now we're gonna see what happens i've been i've been eating popcorn just watching twitter burn yeah it's, it's nice to not be elon musk this it's been, week it's been and every week it's been something it's been a, a mess the, i'm really enjoying the corporations that are like losing value uh in their stock because of fake company tweets it's like the wealthiest troll is getting trolled by like plebeians yeah haha <laughs> power to the people <laughs> um but if social media is not really your thing you can send us an email at boostingconfusedpodcast at gmail.com and uh we'll return your email in five to seven business days uh as long as i can find your email throughout the various amounts of spam that we've somehow ended up on yes so the second thing is if you like the pod and you want to support us, the best way you could do that is by leaving us a review and or subscribing or following whatever it's called on whatever platform you listen on. It helps us. We appreciate it. Always. 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 Even, even like the one stars. Even. Those <laughs> I are, don't think those we've are gotten, near and dear to my heart. I don't I don't know if we've officially gotten any one stars. We have at don't, least one from me. Oh, great. No, yeah. I wasn't. I don't yeah. even know how to do it. Yeah amazing i don't i don't rate anything actually ever yeah well you should you should help out the small guys it's like google saying hey rate rate this app no <laughs> yeah amazon. maybe later <laughs> amazon hey rate this package you got no yeah i'd rather not no zero out of ten stars does not work um but if you take a screenshot of your review or following or whatever uh, and you send the screenshot to us, we'll send you some Boost and Confuse stickers in the mail for free to wherever you live in the world. We promise to try. <laughs> we might take three months. Yeah. We, we might uh -huh. take a half year. Uh -huh. we, it yeah. might be a fortnight. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It, it, it might be tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. You never know. Uh, again, tense working conditions over here thanks to the executive producer. But we do try. So that's the important thing. You can't see me, but I'm 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 blinking fervently right now. 
the last thing is, what are you drinking? What are you drinking? I'm not drinking anything because I had a boozy brunch today where Aren't I did a lot well? of drinking before one o'clock. So Aren't we doing well? Yeah. yeah well, I this was is doing my well. first of the day right here. Yeah. Amazing. It's probably my first beer after, or, yeah, after 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been I've been scraping that, you know, like, like that up like 4.30, 4.45. Now, this is like a six something beer. This is a responsible beer. Yeah. Now, this is actually a really good one. This is a New Belgium uh, triple. Uh, it is a special release. Um, and it's, it's, it's like a spiced beer. It's, it's cinnamony. It's, it's got some in it, like orange. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it reminds me a lot of like golden monkey, which is probably one of yep. my favorites. Um, these beers hit hard and hit fast mm-hmm. and they don't, you know, kind of like, you know, let up. They are, they're not forgiving. They're delicious though. Yeah. They're, they're delicious. They are really good. It tastes like autumn or, or winter in a glass. And where did we get these beers? Costco. Costco. Always Costco. Um, yeah, it was Costco. You know, things are bad when you go to Costco. I knew th- we were healing as a society when the food court was opened again at Costco because there wasn't yeah. for the longest time. Yeah. Um, I knew that we were doing a little too well because there was no relish. Still no relish. There was no relish. Yeah. Available. Yeah. And, and still no onions. I was going to say, I, I'll, I'll know that we're yeah. back to normal when you have that onion, uh, the onion, uh, the onion grinder. I feel like we should just bring our own onions. Just actually, bring a little. Would that like, be weird? Put it in your little snack pouch. For yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Bring your onions. That would be, be the hilarious. worst thing. We could like sell them for a quarter or a dollar. <laughs> Start a black market. Bags of onions. of onions for your hot dogs. Oh my god. One dollar. Amazing. Costs almost the entire price of the hot dog itself. Yeah, that's a, that's a big markup. That's a really big markup. Um, that's business, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I guess speaking of business, actually, it's not related at all. I just don't have a great lead-in to today's episode. No, I do. Yeah, um, okay. I can honestly say that we wrote all of this stuff, and we stand by it 100%. <laughs> no, we absolutely do 100%. not. 100%. This is probably the most we've worked on an episode. No, never. Um, ever since like that John Teeter, Teeter episode where you were fiasco. up until like 3 o'clock in the morning for three nights straight. Yeah. That's why Matt doesn't do a lot of episodes because Matt goes down these black holes and then I don't know what you're like at work the next days, but... Yeah. So uh, we recently found out, actually, I'll backtrack a little bit. I get a lot of ads on social media sites of companies saying, hey, we have an AI that will write your Facebook ads for you. We have an AI that will write your blog posts for you. And I've always thought they were super bizarre and wondered like how well they could actually work because I think that that's one area where AI is not really excelling right now. Um If anyone works in like the media buying space, you know, AI is taking over pretty heavily there, but um, AI like automations, whatever. Uh, But the human aspect, like the, 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 the writing part of a lot of those things to connect the dots to people, I I think is missing a lot. Um, So we found out there is a site called heyfriday.com 
or something like heyfriday.ai sorry that's right um that allows you to do a trial you can sign up for a free account you can do a trial you get 20 yes you get 20 generations of ideas yes. so after after you hit 20 you probably gotta put some money into it uh or just make a new free account a new email <laughs> you you have to um put like your google or your facebook you know on there and connect it i plan on disconnecting mine very quickly did you do yours there was no other option I'll have to look at how I set my account How up. the crap did you do that? I don't remember. Oh, wait. I just got an email from the IRS. Hold on. Hold <laughs> one the, second. From the ERS. Um, but when you make this free account, you have this uh, like dashboard that provides you a shitload of options. So you could go through and select, maybe you want to have this AI write a blog post for you. Maybe it's going to write you an email that you can send out to, I don't know, like cold emails if you're in sales. Maybe you work in media buying and you're going to have it write your ads um you know there's so much shit we chose the option for long for, uh, form articles and it generates an entire blog in about 30 seconds um so we did that with like three different topics today and we're gonna go through those <laughs> i've got a surprise one at the end yeah we're gonna i made <laughs> um because it's really just off the deep end they're pretty great, that. but yeah. you were saying about the whole like the writing sounds normal, but yeah. there's something about it. It yeah. doesn't quite doesn't quite hit. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because we know that it's AI written, but um, it's a good yeah. point. Yeah, it's a good point. So we're gonna start with this first one. Uh, the keywords that I chose for this were alien, extraterrestrial. 9-11 and September 11th. Uh, just to like give it a little bit of variety in there. Spicy topics. So the article that it wrote, it writes its own headlines as well. Uh, so the article that it wrote is called, Do Aliens Play a Role in 9-11? Do? Yeah. Do Aliens Play a Role in 9-11? Already off the bat. It's got to be did. It's got to be did. Uh, so... This is a very long article. It goes through seven bullet points and I don't think I'm going to read every single uh, piece of it because I don't want this to be a four hour long episode. Speak for yourself. <laughs> but I'll, I'll read some bits and pieces here. So uh, the intro. There's a lot of speculation surrounding the events of 9-11. Some people believe that aliens were involved while others think that the government was behind the attacks. No one can say for sure what happened on that fateful day, but the theories abound. And the, the first point. What are some theories about aliens in 9-11? There are many theories out there about what happened on September 11th, and some of them involve aliens. Some people believe that the government was working with aliens to plot the attacks and that they used the planes as a way to create a distraction while they carried out their plans. Others believe that aliens were actually behind the attacks and that they were using the planes as a way to destroy the Twin Towers. Gee, you don't think. Uh, no matter what theories you believe about 9-11, it's clear that it was a tragic event that left thousands of people dead, blah, 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 blah. The number two bullet point. Do aliens actually exist? This <laughs> is bad. Like a... This is bad structural organization. <laughs> yeah, this is bad like, organization. Like a seventh grader wrote this. Um, so there's a ton of, uh, there's like maybe four paragraphs under this one. And it just talks about like the debate surrounding the topic of aliens, um, people believing it, people not believing it. 
Uh, some people believe that aliens are actually just advanced beings from other planets. Um, some people believe that it's a different species we've yet to discover or encounter. Um, number three, what could they have to do with 9-11? And then just out of nowhere, it immediately starts talking about Saudi Arabia. <laughs> So it's like there's no clear evidence that Saudi Arabia had any involvement in the 9-11 attacks. Whoa. I'm pretty sure that <laughs> was like pretty sure we of- figured out that that was kind of why yeah. we had 9-11. Yeah. And, um, you know, then it continues to talk about there's no definitive proof that the government was involved, despite the fact that 15 of the 19 hijackers were Saudi nationals. Uh, a lot of them had ties to the Saudi government. Um, number four, how might they be involved? And then it talks about the three cardinal sins in the Catholic Church are lust, greed, and anger. <laughs> Completely unrelated. This reminds me of a paper I, I got <laughs> back in a couple couple years ago. The the student oh wrote like a quarter of a page, copied and pasted a page and a half, uh-huh. and then finished. Yeah. And you could tell exactly because... You know when you copy and paste things occasionally, you get yeah. like that like uh-huh. formatting issue. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That was like the first red flag. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But <laughs> come on, it's just really bad. I was I was writing on on the wrong word document. <laughs> um, number five. Are there any clues? This one is really weird. I'm gonna read this whole part. Number five. Are there any clues? Lena stared at the empty board, trying to come up with a move. She had been struck, stuck in the same position for the past few minutes, and she was starting to get frustrated. She knew her opponent was waiting for her to make a mistake. Suddenly, she had an idea. She quickly moved her pieces and caught her opponent by surprise. She won the game easily after that. Lena smiled to herself. She was getting better and better at chess. She was sure she could win the next game. Lena said. Unrelated. Lena said, <laughs> I'm going to do 9-11. <laughs> Lena. <laughs> Number six. What are people saying about this? Also very weird. <laughs> people have mixed reactions to the new product. Some say that it is amazing and that they have never felt better. Others say that it doesn't work and they are still feeling terrible. I, for one, still feel ter- terrible about 9-11, just a sidebar. Still feel pretty bad about it, yeah. <laughs> Number seven, what do you think? I think about the question for a while, but I can't come up with a good answer. I don't know, I finally say. I'm not sure what to believe. And then the outro. Whatever the truth may be, 9-11 was a watershed moment in American history. The attacks changed the way we view the world, and they have had a lasting impact on our society. We may never know the full story behind 9-11, but we definitely know it was Lena. Is (laughs) that how it ends? No, I I added the Lena Wow. <laughs> I added the Lena part, but but the debate will continue to rage on is how it actually ends. That's silly. Yeah. That's that was, so silly. That was like when I was starting to read this uh-huh. after it generated, I was like, oh, wow, like this shit can just write anything. And then I was like, oh, it's really, really struggle in here for something to actually write about. It's kind of like that thing you can do with your cell phone. Like you can um like like text predict. Oh, yeah. And yeah you just yeah. hit the middle button a million yeah. times. Yeah. And it's like I'm going on vacation with my friend yeah. on vacation uh-huh. please don't forget to yeah. go on vacation <laughs> yeah my friend is at the door i will open yep. vacation door yep. and hop on a plane feed to my cat winnebago yeah <laughs> or like it again like it when you're reading it it's like oh yeah and then you kind of tell it just gets into a, uh-huh. like a loop oh yeah yeah it's like a bad feedback cycle which I, i'm okay with ai having that issue still 
Yeah, I think I'm we okay needed to. That. And we also, yeah. I will say maybe it's just because I think there's varying levels of AI that can write this kind of stuff. So to be totally transparent, didn't do a ton of background looking into HeyFriday.ai. I don't know anything about any of these companies, you know, uh, fully. So maybe some are really good. Maybe some are really not good. But we'll ask Lena. <laughs> Lena knows. Um, so the second one, I did keywords CIA, trust, friend. And it came up with the article, how to build trust with your CIA friends, which is a very niche topic. Um, it's definitely longer than um, I had anticipated. But it starts out with, although the Central Intelligence Agency is often shrouded in secrecy, it's important to build a trusting relationship with your CIA friends. Here are a few tips on how to do just that. Number one, what is trust? <laughs> what is actually trust? And then it talks about how trust is like a difficult thing to describe. The definition can vary depending on who you ask. Um, you know, yada, yada, yada. Number two, what are the benefits of trust? What are the benefits? And Tell then it me. just talks about some of the benefits. So you can, you know, cooperate, you can collaborate, you can have better working relationships and improved productivity. Number three, how can you build trust with your CIA friends? How can you how can you <laughs> infiltrate the CIA? Just, just really getting into it. And then it gets into this like bullet list of um, you know, numbers. So I'm I'm actually gonna go through and, and read this part. Tell me every number. Funny. Tell me every number. Number one, be honest with them. If you don't trust them, they won't trust you. Great idea. Number two, share information with them. If you keep information from them, they will start to distrust you. I don't think we have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we have a choice on that one. Number three, cooperate with them. That doesn't sound like a friendship. <laughs> just, just cooperate. Just cooperate. <laughs> just cooperate. If you work together, you'll build a stronger relationship. Number four, meet with them regularly. Meeting your CIA friends regularly will help keep this relationship strong. Another number four. How can you maintain trust once it is broken? Oh, you know what? Actually, Did it I go think one, that's, two, three, four, four. Yeah, but you know what? I think that's just my formatting issue. So the oh. one, two, three, four was just under number three. How can you build trust with your CIA friends? This is number four, four. So this got is number you. four, no, four. I, I got you. Um, four. How can you maintain maintain trust once it is established? So it talks about trust being a fragile thing. Keep your promises. Be honest. Be transparent. Um, and then <laughs> it's like how to dominate trust. <laughs> and then number five tips for trust building with the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, building trust with them can be difficult, but it's important to try. <laughs> Why? Here are a few tips. Number one, be patient. The CIA is not going to trust you overnight. <laughs> it will take time and effort to build a relationship of trust. Number two, be honest. If you want the CIA to trust you, you need to be honest with them. Don't try to deceive them or withhold information. <laughs> but also tell the truth and don't tell lies. <laughs> Number three, cooperate. The CIA will appreciate if you cooperate with them. When they ask for information, give it to them promptly and fully. Number four, be discreet. Don't talk about your interactions with the CIA with anyone who isn't involved in Don't them. tell your friends about your secret CIA, <laughs> buddy. They might but, vanish. Yeah, don't talk to your fucking accounting friends that work at like EY uh, about your CIA friends. You know, the CIA doesn't want their activities to be public knowledge. 
Number five, be respectful. The CIA is a highly respected organization. Be respectful when interacting with them and show them the respect they deserve. This article kind of feels like it was written by the CIA. (laughs) (laughs) Like we got one. We got one. Number six. Uh, Conclusion. We've now come to the end of our inquiry. What can we say about the nature of the self? It is clear that the self is not a static (laughs) entity, but it is rather something that is constantly changing. It is also evident that the self is not limited to the individual, but extends beyond the individual to encompass the social world. Completely unrelated. I didn't ask any of that. But is it unrelated? Um, And then... No, no, no. no. Hear, Hear me out. When you think about the self... The self is a rock in motion. You're picking things up. You're leaving things behind. How does this help me with my CIA friends? Somewhere along the way, you pick up your CIA buddy. (laughs) Yeah, so you have to have confidence and trust in yourself before. You just just need to know that as, as easily as you may have picked up that CIA buddy, you can just as easily lose it. And I, I think, I think what, what Hey Friday is saying here is 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 really powerful and and frankly haunting. It's saying fucking nothing. But then it goes <laughs> The self is a complex and multifaceted phenomenon and it is likely that no single explanation will ever be able to capture its full complexity. However, we can say that the self is constituted by both the individual and the social dimensions and that these dimensions are inextricably linked. This kind of feels like somebody is looking up um synonyms on like the thesaurus.com or something (laughs) um in the end the self remains an elusive and mysterious concept and there is much that we still do not understand about it however by exploring the various dimensions of the self we can come to a better understanding of this complex and fascinating phenomenon by following these tips you could build a strong relationship with your central intelligence agency friends this will help ensure that you have a trustworthy conduit to the vital information and intelligence leave a comment what? and say how you <laughs> keep your cia buddy well hydrated how do you what's keep their favorite fresh? drink <laughs> have you named your cai cai oh, cia buddy on the shelf it's like elf on the shelf but like cai cia CIA. Oh my god. CIA guy. We should do that with the the producer instead of Elf on the Shelf. It's like it's FBI like secret guy. agent guy <laughs> with like sunglasses and like we got him. We got him. And he's like hiding behind like the fake Always plants. hiding behind things. <laughs> Just like creeping through. <laughs> oh god. The last one that I have is uh, I just did the keywords JFK and assassination. So I was trying to think of like things that were really easy with existing conspiracy theories. That's so weird that you put those two words together. Yeah, I know. What brought you to think of that? Not related at all. Just wanted to see what would come up. So then naturally it uh, created an article called the JFK assassination decades of conspiracy theories. (laughs) Yeah. So So far so good. Yeah. So far so good. Um, so the intro is decent. It just talks about, uh, JFK being assassinated in 1963. There's conspiracy theories around the events. Um, you know, the events or the theories have just intensified with new evidence and angles on the case. Some people believe that Oswald was not the only shooter and that there is a larger conspiracy at play. Others think that the government was involved. Um, but they just say it's one of the most mysterious and controversial events in American history. Number one, the JFK assassination has been the subject of decades of conspiracy theories. Um, this one, the like 
first little bit under this literally just repeats what's in the first like intro paragraph. Um, and then it says others believe that the assassination was part of a larger conspiracy involving the CIA or the mafia. I don't know if I've ever heard any mafia JFK conspiracy theories. He took their gabagol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. He was talking about getting rid of uh, Columbus Day. Oh, my God. Stop it. Uh, number two. Despite the many theories, the true cause remains a mystery. The evidence collected by the Warren Commission is still the most comprehensive account of the assassination. No other theory has been able to convincingly explain all the facts. Um, Number three just talks about how it's a fascination for many people. It's seen as a watershed moment in American history. uh, Has come to symbolize the dark side of the American government. That's actually pretty close to home. Yeah. Yeah. I love... I love that phrase, watershed moment. Yeah, I feel like it, it uses that kind of a bit. I was going to say, I'm not topics. sure if if I'm just remembering you saying that word pre-recording. No. Or if you said it in like literally like the last thing yeah. you read. Yeah, not, was, not the last one, but the first one. I think one. it was the first one, yeah. Uh, number two, some people believe that JFK was killed by the government or the CIA. Uh, others believe that he's killed by the mafia. There's no definitive answer. We may never know. Who killed JFK? Um, Some people believe that he was killed because he was going to make changes that would have made the government and the CIA weaker. Others believe that he was killed because he was going to end the Vietnam War. We may never know the truth about JFK's death. The world may never know. Number three, others believe that he was killed by the mob or by Fidel Castro. Okay. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Some believe he was executed by the Bolivian military. Others believe he was killed by the mob or by Fidel Castro. No definitive answer to this question. Number four, there are even some people who believe he was killed by space aliens. Yes. There are many theories about what happened to Tupac. (laughs) (laughs) Some people believe that he is still alive and that he faked his own death. There are even some people who believe that he was killed by space aliens. Whatever happened to Tupac, his music will always live on. Thanks, AI generator. (laughs) Thanks, Tupac. Number five, no one knows for sure who killed JFK. Uh, And then it literally just goes on to like, that loop that we were talking about it's mm-hmm. kind of just doing it that throughout this this part uh, jfk was squashed by a watershed yeah. <laughs> number six the jfk assassination is still a mystery today um and then it kind of just says you know there's different theories whatever happened we don't really know uh, his death shocked the world there are still many unanswered questions about what happened um While the truth may never be known, the assassination will always be the most fascinating and intriguing events in American history. Yeah, they're they're high on my list of American historical events. Yeah, I would say so. It's top top three easily. Yeah, I would say so. Um, So I'll link heyfriday.ai in the show notes, and you can kind of go create an account if you want, play around with it, and see what happens. Um, Do you want to go through... um, your surprise topic? Yeah, so um I've got I've, I like I've got two. I've got two. Um this one it honestly like it kind of like merges together. So first I wanted to see what AI would do if um I combined Donald Trump with Game of Thrones hoping that it would tell me where he would be in the show. Um, but I decided to actually write about Donald Trump, Mothman, Blood Cults, and Peter Francis Geraci. 
for people uh, you, who don't if, if know not, Peter Francis if you're not Geraci. from Chicagoland, Peter Francis Geraci is a commercial guy. He's a, a Chapter 11 bankruptcy specialty lawyer who runs these like really weird uh, TV ads. And he's like, I'm Peter Francis Geraci. And he's got offices like all over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's 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 got a few. Um, so. Uh, blood cult. Trump blood cult. So I always thought it was kind of convenient that Trump was going on on these like QAnon things about the blood cults like under the pizza parlors and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I, I want to see if he was actually just, you know, reflecting his inner self. So I'm not going to read the whole thing because it does get into Game of Thrones. The other thing I will say, I don't know the accuracy of some of the shit that comes out of this AI generator. Well, this says here that that Mothman was the neighbor of Peter Francis Geraci. <laughs> okay, yeah, so pretty accurate. I I think it just compiles the names mm-hmm. and databases mm-hmm. and just pulls things together. Yeah. It says Trump has had a long and complicated relationship with blood cults. His first known connection to a blood cult came in early 1990 when he became involved with the Church of Satan. Unbelievable. What would his voters say? Trump's relationship with the Church of Satan was short-lived, and he eventually distanced himself from the group. However, in the early 2000s, Trump became involved with a group known as the Temple of Set. The Temple of Set is a far more dangerous blood cult than the Church of Satan, and Trump's involvement with the group led to concerns among his friends and family. Trump's own daughter reportedly begged him to leave the Temple of Set. And it says here that... Um, recently, Trump has become involved with a new blood cult known as the Peter Francis Geraci blood cult. Does it really? It says the Peter Francis Geraci is a particularly dangerous group and Trump's involvement with the group has raised serious concerns among government officials. Oh my God. Some have even suggested that Trump may be Peter Francis Geraci himself. (laughs) No. What? Mm Mm-hmm. Now, where does Mothman come into this? Because that's what we've all been wanting yeah, to know. Yeah, that's wh- where is Mothman? Well, in November of 2016, the Chicago Tribune ran an article about Donald Trump and his connections to a Chicago-based financial advisor named, get this, Peter Francis Geraci. No. P-F-G. No. P-F-G. Okay. You go through an alphabet. You remove the letters P, F, and G. What can you still spell? I don't know. Mothman. (laughs) What the Tribune didn't mention was that Geraci was also a key figure in one of the most bizarre and unexplained phenomena in America's history. The Mothman sightings. Get this. In the late 1960s, a series of strange sightings began to occur in the town of Point Pleasant, West Virginia. All right. Witnesses described seeing large, dark, bat-like creatures with red eyes. The creature became known as the Mothman and soon began to be associated with a number of tragic events, including a series of deadly bridge collapses. One of the people who had the closest connections to the Mothman was Peter Francis no. Geraci. 
I thought he was a Chicago man through and through. Maybe this uh, that's him coming to Chicago to start his life over after uh, Mothman. <laughs> Finally escapes. Dracy had been born and raised in Point Pleasant and even... What? Right. And had even been a witness to some of the Mothman sightings. <laughs> oh, Peter la- Francis Dracy <laughs> is a really busy guy. <laughs> he later became a successful financial advisor and he was even mentioned in the book, The Millionaire Next Door. No, was he? See, I, I don't know what to believe. I actually don't, though. I'm going to Google this after we're done. But his connection <laughs> to the Mothman would come back to haunt him in November of 2016 when Chicago Tribune published the article linking him to Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. What? The article claimed that Geraci had been a financial advisor for Trump since the early 1990s. No. And that he had helped Trump invest in a number of failed business ventures. It also claimed that Geraci had been a key figure in the Trump campaign and that he had even hosted a fundraiser for him. Guess who the key speaker at this event was? Was it Mothman? Mothman. (laughs) Stop it. The article painted a damning picture of Trump and raised a number of questions about his connections to Geraci. But what the Tribune didn't mention was that Geraci was also a key figure in one of the most bizarre and unexplained phenomenon in American history. Mothman? The 2016 election. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's, is that's that pretty wild. Wa- no, it starts to loop itself. Yeah. It starts yeah. to loop itself. It well, gets into really nuclear good. power for a minute there. Uh-huh. Um, and then it says, if you're a fan of HBO, Game of Thrones, um, <laughs> it basically says that Trump is Joffrey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, love that. Agree with that. A hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, and, and then there's um, Roman history in here as well. Of course. Augustus of course. and Tiberius. Uh, for the record, I did a quick little Google search of Peter Francis Geraci and Donald Trump. Me. I didn't find anything in the first page that would link the two together. But, but you know what? Two. Yeah, I think this AI is onto something. So we're going to do a little bit more digging to see what we could find up. You know, if you um, pause a Peter Francis Geraci commercial <laughs> and yeah. you pull out a uh, an eight and a half by 11 photo of uh-huh. Mothman, the eyes line up perfectly. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they. I'm gonna test it out tonight after we're done recording. This will mean nothing to anyone <laughs> outside of where we live. Chicago. Maybe I'll include a Peter Francis Geraci. Can that be like the picture of our YouTube episode? link? Yeah, the picture of yeah, our yeah. episode is just Peter yeah. Francis Geraci. Oh my god, I can't wait for him to see us. How well. did you know? <laughs> How did you know? He pulls his mask off. That oh I was moth. Or Birdman. Or Birdman. Could be Birdman. How did Birdman lay an egg? That's a great question. Look at oh no, no, it's it's Eagle Man. Yeah. Eagle Man. Birdman is like an actual like hero. Um, Eagle Eagle Man or No, it's it's Eagle Man. I've got something for you. Yeah, that's that's another Chicago on top of your car. Yeah. And wow, look at those low rates. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, that's today's episode. We hope you learned something we new. We swear by everything we've said here. <laughs> this is, I think, um, just a satirical episode in case Peter Francis Geraci's lawyers that? are getting this far into the episode. Um, let's pull a Trump, not a Trump, a Twitter, uh-huh. and just put parody 
oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. all over this. Yeah. This is a parody. Yeah. yeah. Blue check mark. I paid eight dollars for this. I paid yeah. eight dollars yeah. for that. And also insulin is free now. <laughs> and Nestle steals water from you, lol. <laughs> and sells it back to you. <laughs> oh well, I loved this this was a blast uh maybe we'll do this again sometime soon and not tell you and maybe not tell you we'll see what happens but uh well thanks so much for joining us this week yeah we're back we're back we're back we we're, back we're back we we'll back see you guys next week until until next week or the week after yeah okay bye good night <laughs>